you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to another episode of... Go on, Jen. Fingers on buzzers. <laughs> oh, not so much a sting as a shout this time. <laughs> like I like have it. that on a t-shirt. I like that. <laughs> Um, I can't believe you got the actual person from X Factor, the actual X Factor voice to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. She's a, this is her audition. Water. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know the voice of the balls, Alan Dedicote, but I'm gonna I'm gonna save that anecdote for another time. Uh, it is myself, Lucy Porter, and Jenny Ryan, and you may be able to hear that we're joined by some men, some lovely, lovely men who I've known a very long time. It's another podcast mashup. We're joined by two of the wonderful boys from Pappies. Hi. Matthew Crosby and Ben Clark. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, Lucy. How are you? We are delighted to have you here and also delighted not to have Tom. Oh, that's I feel all. we should make that. Oh, yeah. It's the perfect combo. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's doing some of his very important charity work tonight. Um, oh. Which he, yeah, this is it. Because he said, oh, I've double booked myself. And I was like, right, well, you're going to have to cancel because we booked this first. And you just, you just didn't write it down. But then he, it turns out he's doing his. He runs um, stand up gigs for refugees where the refugees do the stand up. Oh. So you can't, you know. You can't it's really like, be angry with that. You can't no, be angry at that. That's when he's worthy. Doing a, he's doing a proper worthy thing, exactly. Yeah. It's the but only would, worthy thing I think here. he's ever done as well. It's really unfortunate. <laughs> It just so happened to have left And he is phone. telling everyone about it. <laughs> and you've just done the same. Let's Absolutely. say, let's yeah. let's not give him the credit or the publicity for that. Let's just no, say right. he was he was bludgeoning. So he's gone to the kitten orphanage to bludgeon some kittens to death. That's right. He's off coughing in pensioners' faces. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the two best members of Pappies here. And um, I mean... Actually, I'm sure a lot of our listeners do listen to your various podcasts, but I was thinking particularly the Flatshare Slamdown is absolutely perfect for our listeners because you do have a large sort of game show kind of play along element, don't you? Yeah, yeah, we do. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if people do play along at home. I hope they do. People are always saying, um, 
as people are always emailing us and saying, can you send us your games so we can play them? Because like, obviously, obviously everyone's quizzing now. Everyone's Zoom quizzing every, every day with various friendship groups and family members. And people are always sending us uh, uh, emails going, can you send us your... I, mean, I think, well, no, because one day we'll have a Christmas book out. Yes. We're not just going to give it away for yeah. free. <laughs> also, you can actually listen to the podcast for free. So yeah. You can copy it down that way. And also, we've never written any of them down, so we don't know ourselves. <laughs> That's the main reason, yeah. <laughs> I know, I was going to say people are being very lazy, but then you're being even lazier than the people writing to you asking questions. At some point they were written down somewhere. You know, it's like like old Edinburgh shows. You know, you try and think back over them. Somewhere there's a copy of them somewhere, but you can't, you know... You can't, can't and you really shouldn't either. Never, no, never look no, back exactly, through yeah. that material. <laughs> no, I hope all of mine back. have been burnt somewhere. That would be <laughs> that would be ideal. Um, what have been your What are your highlights of uh, Flatshare Slamdown in terms of games and things you really enjoy doing? Um, oh, I tell you one that we're enjoying at the moment. That um, it's kind of a it's a variation on. Do you remember the game Mastermind? Not yeah, the, the TV pegs. Show. The pegs, exactly. With the guy the in the chair and the and, and the, the exotic lady, exotic lady yes. appearing yes. over his shoulder. Yeah, absolutely. The sort of strange, sort of Bond villain esque type guy sat there in the chair in the white. So suit. many potential stories about what was going on with those two. And they good pegs. Good quiz question. Once someone said. Uh, whatever his name is and whatever her name was were on the cover of which board game and oh, someone nice. had found the name of the, oh. of the two oh, wow. the two models, the models, models? Yeah. <laughs> unless that he was a real Bond villain <laughs> um, he was hiding Lonnie's cover yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's brave that's um, bold we, we do a version of that but instead of coloured pegs we are it's your three favourite words for a thing so like your, your three favourite words for going to the loo your three favourite words for being drunk your three favourite words for ejaculating yeah. um, and the other <laughs> the other players have to work Never. out <laughs> <laughs> to all of the above um, but uh, yeah, they have to work out in the right order what the words are and um, that is really fun although it takes a long yeah, time yeah I was going to say you hours be really of fun easy. and that is uh... <laughs> hours, yeah we, we played that on our, our, our last episode um, and and it's our last ever the episode first, <laughs> the, the, the first round took about about 45 minutes and that's about the length of the entire episode so um, yeah but it is fun it's fun to play I'm trying to think of my three favourite words for any of those things now yeah she's blushing <laughs> <laughs> she's lost in a reverie for all the time you've done it <laughs> So many memories, so many so happy many memories. <laughs> and what? Um, so, as well as Mastermind, where where else have you drawn inspiration from over the years? Tell us about your your history of quizzing and game showing, and what's inspired you and excited you. Well, we've done quite a lot of pub quizzes together, uh, Clarky and I. I think that's various, the classic. Yeah, yeah, um, and like, I, I, I think we're not bad. We're okay. I think you know we. The good thing about there being three of us is we can kind of fill in each other's gaps in knowledge. I, I am got... I'm terrific at getting the right answer just after someone's got the right answer. That's, yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. much my tactic. Yes, yes. I was just about to say that. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Consolidation. Yes, Paris, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's right, right <laughs> on the tip of my tongue, actually. I, it's always nice to have a second opinion. Um, um, but we come unstuck at the, uh, at the tiebreaker or jackpot rounds because that you know like trivia is fine but it's you know what's the distance around the circumference of the world or that kind of stuff yeah um and we're always you know there's always at least two zeros on the end of that number two extra zeros on that number and everybody else is sort of in the same in the same kind of bracket yeah like there was there was a question this is a, this is a, a few years ago now there's a question where we were asked how many pints were sold at v festival over the over the course of a V festival, um, and we estimated two million pints, and that is way too many. We didn't realise. <laughs> we just thought. I think it's I think it's about two hundred thousand. But we're like two million pints, right? A million pints on the first day, a million pints on the second. Right? That makes sense, doesn't it? Did you extrapolate out from yeah? How many pints do I drink? <laughs> yeah. And then if everyone yeah. extrapolate if everyone from there. what we drank, then yeah, at least twelve million, million pints. <laughs> we had that at our wedding where we said to the caterer, we said, "Oh, this is how much we think people will drink." And uh, he refused to believe us and ran out of wine after about an hour ah. of our wedding. So we were like, we know our friends. We know. Yeah. Vindicated. But, 
Yeah, no, our, um, I remember once, it, for me, it was, what is the length of the International Space Station? Oh, yeah. And mine was, it was like bigger than the sun. And everyone, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Get up there, show me, boss. Right? Yeah. Like four football fields or something like that. I'm sure I actually saw it the other day. Is it an area the size of Wales? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, it's, it's close. It's closer to the double-decker bus measurement. Oh, right. is it? You know, you go, you go double-decker bus, Olympic-sized swimming pool, Wales. Yeah, so that's 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 right. your measures of, uh, of of large things. I um, me me and Tom actually were at a, a pub quiz um, right before we were tri- we were we were up in Glasgow and we had a sleeper train home and we popped into a pub and they had a pub quiz on and we we're like oh we might as well while we're here and this would never normally happen but we won <gasps> and the prize was about like a forty forty pound bar tab. And our train was le- like we had to leave the pub in five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> so we just did, had did to... you do drinks are on me? Did you not? Yeah, we should have done that. But because we're selfish, we ordered like <laughs> two of the most expensive whiskies they had and just had that. Just and left. Uh, yeah. This is why the Scots have such a very poor opinion of the English, isn't it? It's yeah. like we we just come and take whatever we can get and then head straight back yeah. down on our sleeper train. Absolutely. Just and, and not even appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just neck it. Just neck it. Not, you didn't even sit there sipping this glorious no. whiskey. You were like, right, chin that. He started to explain <laughs> the notes, the, the subtle peaty notes we should be getting. While well, you're like, pouring Red Bull into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you, that's good. It's a good start that you're both quiz, you know, quiz fans. You can hold your own in a pub quiz. Um, who out of the... So, talk us through the dynamic of the three pappies. Who do we want most on our quiz team? What specialities do you have? You know, how does um, that all break down? Uh, unfortunately, Tom, you want Tom. Yeah, okay. Tom, is, Tom is the guy you want. And unfortunately, he's just a, he's a really, really big-hearted man, so he can't be... <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, big brain, big heart, that's what they say about Tom. <laughs> big brain, big heart, small diary. Um, but, but, uh, and I'm very yeah, much I the liver. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think a Clarky animals. Yes. You, you, oh yes, that is the, actually yeah. The the natural world. I think you could you could say Clarky's is into that. Um, I mean I don't know. Like I'd like to think I'm quite good on music, but I think it has to be a very specific. You know, I'm quite good on the music I like. <laughs> <I think> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> which is is true of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is there an era? Is there a sort of because I'm I mean, pre two thousand definitely. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If, in fact, um, I did another podcast the other day, and it was about picking a perfect festival lineup. Oh, with Matt Hoss. Yes, have you done it? No, but I would. I think I'm going to. Yes, it's really, really fun. I had a really, really fun time doing it. But then um, uh, halfway through, he was like, "So you're sort of doing like a kind of '90s themed festival?" And I was like, <laughs> "I thought." <it's- laughs> I, in my head, I picked fairly recent bands, but uh, I was like, "Who are the cool new bands I'm listening to? Have you heard of Blur?" <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so I think you know, I think it's just everybody. It's the music that you, you know, when you were 15, 16, 17, when you first started drinking and kind of buying your own records. That's the kind of music I. Yeah. I'm, I'm, decent on stuff you really felt in your heart because it meant Abs- something to you yeah absolutely yeah when it felt like it was being written just for you yeah spice yeah. up your life oh. spice up my life exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm always rubbing paprika all over my body <laughs> there's definitely there is definitely a golden era of uh, I think mine extended a little bit longer because I was working in a record shop so oh, I, cool. mine probably should have ended at about 2000 but I've got an extra few years in there of knowing every single album that came out and having listened to, um, you know, Shania Twain's "Come On Over" seven thousand times one Christmas. <laughs> I'm. You could probably ask me anything about that album. What was it the other week? It was Blink One Eight Two, was it? That or uh... Blink, well, yeah, Blink One Eighty Two. Come on. Is that how you say it? I always thought <laughs> yeah. it was Blink One Eight Two. No, no, you're They're one clearly. Yeah, clearly not one of the cool cool children's. <laughs> I've thrown away my three-quarter length shorts, I'm afraid. So, yeah. <laughs> um, why, wh- what's the, do you know the meaning behind the name Blink-182? This is not me teeing, teeing up a, a fact. 
No, no, I, I've just... Somebody once pulled me up on saying Blink-182 and they were quite offended that I said Blink-182. So it stuck with me because I quite like a bit of pedantry. So I respected that that level of annoyance about one particular thing. I like that. I'm, not, I'm now going to call them Blink-182 just, no <laughs> oh, nice. just to annoy everybody. No, I think you'll find it's called, uh, called Blink-182. Just a pretty Patel version of just uh, make it as difficult and complicated. I've got a feeling I did hear the reason for Blink-182, which is something like you blink 182 times in an hour or something. Oh, does that seem... Is this like the length that, of the space station where I'm going to be waiting? That way? feels like a jackpot question. <laughs> it, it does, doesn't it? That's, um, yeah, that, that, are you Googling I, I am, I'm having to check this out right now because yeah. I, 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 now I've been asked it. Yeah, well, um, we'll never forget it. Well, you'll always know where you were when you found out what Blink 182 meant. Linkin Park is probably the name of a park. Yeah, I think, right, bo- yeah. I think boringly, most, uh, most American towns have a park called Lincoln Park so that's why they picked Lincoln Park it's almost like going what's the most generic name we can think of it's, it's the same reason I think the Simpsons is in Springfield because there's lots of different Springfields and it doesn't sort of tie yes. them down to one particular, one right, particular the, place. The story the Here story is that they were called Blink and when they got signed they found there was another band an Irish band called Blink and rather than mess about they picked a random number and stuck it on the end Oh. Nice. Tedious, though, isn't it? Can you now look up how many times you blink in an hour, please? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll just count. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the show, you can tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've kicked off the trivia train, so uh, I think let's hop on board it, shall we, guys? Uh, Because we are going to quiz the pappies. They're going to quiz us. And then at the end, producer Amanda is going to quiz the whole damn lot of us. And there will be only one winner. Although, that actually, only one. we've done this before and generally we forget what the score is. <laughs> and, you it's, know. It, the, the quiz is always the winner. It is, it is. It's a bit of fun. A bit of fun. Um, now, and also, excitingly, we've got questions for Tom, who's not here, so we can redistribute those Ooh, yeah. to you guys. So you basically... Uh, I don't even know how we're going to do this, but God, you know, let's just go for it okay. and see how we get on. Jenny, do you want to start? I shall start. I'll start. I'll start with Mr. Crosby there. Okay, Jenny. Are you listening? I am. I, uh, ears down, looking in. <laughs> um, Are we going to tell ever, them the theme? Or well, as ever, we do have a theme, okay. and it's usually based around the concept of the visiting podcast. So uh, you'll spot the theme. Don't worry. Okay, great. What is the name of the building which contains Del Boy's flat in Only Fools and Horses? Okay. Um, it is, I'm going to say Nelson Mandela Towers. Does Clarky uh, want to come in? Because you are allowed to confer. And yeah, you can confer. Things. Just it's, check. Check the wording. Is it yeah. Nelson Mandela Heights? Is that what it is? Is it? It's, I think it's... it's des- it, oh, Nelson Mandela House. Is it Nelson Mandela House? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to give you that. That showed clear knowledge. But, yeah. And um, can we just yeah, allow Clarky to go, oh, yeah, I knew oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that, actually. Yeah, good. Right. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there we go. There I, we go. I, I yes. knew it was Nelson Mandela. I just couldn't get it, but I got there in the end. Well, that was the most important bit. I mean, also, now I think I've worked out it's to do with our podcast and it is to, you know, flats, houses and stuff like that. It's not called, you know, Tower Share Slam Down. <laughs> so <laughs> I could have, I could have, if I'd had my wits about me, which apparently I don't, I could have worked that out. But um, yeah, okay. You'll, you'll edit out all the uh, all the wrong answers, of course, right? Yes, it's it's about it's about flatmates and housemates Great. in general. Got it. Okay, Lovely. okay, that's useful. And yes, bearing that so. in mind, well, in fact, this second question, you might be forgiven for thinking it's actually sitcoms is the theme because it's another question about sitcoms. For you again, Matt. Okay. How many spin-off shows did 1970s comedy Man About the House spawn and can you name them? Now, this Ooh. is a bit before your time, so yeah. this will rely on your sort of comedy, okay, uh, you so know... Man, Man About the House. Um, now... Is that the one that became Three's Company in America? Is I don't know. Yes, Jenny's saying house? yes. I think. Oh. Hmm, well, maybe oh. one of its spin offs did. Oh. oh. Hmm. I'm going to check it. I'm going to check okay. it right now. Uh, uh, hang on a sec. Is it the. W- well, let me. 
I mean, is George and Mildred one of the spin-offs? Yes. Well done. Yeah. So I think it is. It's Mr. Roper, isn't it? Because ah, yeah, that's the name of three. But we're not counting that as a spin-off. We're counting that as an American adaptation of. Yes. Yes. Sorry, these are British spin-offs. I should have been clearer. That's that's all right. No, that's okay. So George and Mildred is one of them. Um, Oh, crikey. You're correct about the Three's Company being uh, the American version, by the way. Okay, all right, but if that helps, I was, that it, helps. It, it only helps if it was if it's one of the spin-offs because then I would have said. Well, I mean, <laughs> technically, but, um, you've kind of answered the question because you've given us two just the one? shows that were spawned. But there is another. There's another British sitcom, and I will tell you, it was set in a restaurant, I believe. It was, um, and it featured, uh, which my mum and dad thought was the funniest thing ever, a one-armed washer-up. And it was the funniest thing, the idea that there was a... He's only got one arm and he does the washing up. Ableist. Back, back we could laugh Also quite racist. You know? I think it. I think he was Irish in a, Irish oh, in a sitcom in the 70s way. So it, all hey, kinds yeah. of wrong. But anyway, that, okay. was, that was... I don't know the name of that, I'm afraid. I don't... I think it's a clarky. Can Have you got any... Uh, well, I mean, I would have just followed up with whatever you said, but uh, <laughs> I'd have to follow up with, oh, I, I don't know, actually. No, I, I, I've not got a clue. Although, so far, I've not had a clue for any of these, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not looking forward oh, to dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, we're going we're gonna to say it's, it's because we're, we're so incredibly young. That yes. We, neither of us were around in the 70s. That's I was, sure. I was born sure. in the very early 80s, so um, I'm afraid. No, that's fair enough, I think. And yeah. you did, I'm going to give you the points because you gave us uh, George and Mildred and Three's Company. The other answer was Robin's Nest. Oh, right. I know the name, but I, I didn't, uh, I don't know the show. It did a few series and it was, what, Richard O'Sullivan. Was, yeah, that was his restaurant was Robin's Nest, yeah. And Tessa I, Wyatt, who used to be married to Tony Blackburn, I believe. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, I can tell you that George from George and Mildred um, may still, I'm not sure, but goes to the same church as my mother and, ah. um, and does the readings. So, like, on, on, at Christmas, he'll do the readings. And I don't know if a woman stands next to him and chops sausages while he's doing them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't go to church anymore, so I haven't seen that. But, um, well, they do well he's married. Church, so yeah. yeah, they do now. They do now to get people in. Um, he is married to another famous British actress. Ah, oh, and I can't remember her name. But uh, anyway, lovely, lovely showbiz couple. Anyway, I'm sure your, your mum would know. I'm sure she does, yeah, yeah. Um, Next episode. (laughs) It's a Heidi High reference. Heidi High. It's Linda Regan from uh, played April in Heidi High. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Thanks, Jen. Very good. There we go. Everything comes back to Heidi High with us. Basically, it was a a hell of a show, wasn't it? It was. Oh my goodness. We'll move to you, Ben, seeing as you're looking forward so much to these questions. Oh my, yeah. Your question from me, which of the friends in the sitcom Friends was the only one to not have lived in Monica's apartment during the 10 season run? Well, you can you can do your working out. We're yeah. very happy to hear that. Yeah, I'm yeah, quite, you can talk it through. I'm reasonably confident with this. They did the they did the the big uh well, Phoebe was there. I think Phoebe, was she was she moving out right at the start? I think I think Ooh. Phoebe definitely lived there. She definitely did there for a, a stint in the middle as well. And then there was the big bet where uh, Joey and uh, Chandler won their flat. And so for at That's least right. for, for about a season or half a season, they were in they were in a flat. Yep. So I'm pretty confident it's just Ross that wasn't. Absolutely spot oh. on. Impeccable. Very good. Shodi's working there. Really I mean, impressive, Clarky. Amazing. It, the question had to be qualified of during the 10 season run because in the last episode, it turned out that Ross had lived there for a summer <gasps> when he was a teenager, when it was his, when his grandma had it. Oh wow! And he was he was pursuing his dream of becoming a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is this is going to blow the whole uh, lid off because Clarky portrayed a man who'd never seen the TV show Friends. Oh yeah. In Roisin Conaty's sitcom, ah. I, we, did you have a name, or were you just man who didn't who'd never seen Friends? <laughs> yeah, I think it what was. More, just what more descriptor does anyone need? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's. I was a one night stand that was that refused to leave the next day and was watching Friends, <laughs> but I'd never seen it before, and it was blowing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Revelatory stuff. But how unlike the real you. Oh, Isn't yeah, it nice absolutely. to see? I've that. watched it all at least twice. 
Hell of a set <laughs> We also went and visited the set of the, you know, when they, they brought the, the Friends set to a park in like Kennington. Yeah, yeah. 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 Friends so Fest. Clarkie and I wandered around. Um, lovely Took time. a photo of you on the set, sent it to Roisin Conaty. She was delighted. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That knowledge of friends which you had to suppress for your method acting. That's it. Finally. It, I it, to... it never left you, though. No. It never left you. It's beautiful. It's there. Well, very strong first answer. Let's see how you get on with this question. Great. Which character is inspired by Bruce Robinson's memories of sharing a flat with actor Vivian Mackerel? Now there's clues in there. If yeah. you're looking a bit blank, oh, 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 Vivian. It's is it is it or is it no? No, no. That's, not no. That's, no. that's not the clue. No, that's not, not the clue. That's Vivian, not the clue. Um, no, I know what you're doing. Um, but, um, <laughs> I know what you're doing. Good, stop. I know it. So we do, um, Clarky. I, th- I think it's it's think um, uh, alcoholic acting um, movies. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. But I don't. I'm trying to think now in my head. Oh yeah, of course it is. It's 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 the, it's the one you know the name. Yeah. Of. Yes. So I'm gonna go with <laughs> yeah, yeah. with nail. It is indeed. Very well done, both. Yes. With that nail. was teamwork. And, and, was and he was teetotal, wasn't he? But he was never never drunk at all during that whole film. It, that's right. Yeah, That's I think I think didn't Bruce Robinson make him go out and drink one night because he, he's allergic to alcohol. He made him go out and drink one night, and he just ended up being incredibly sick rather than getting drunk. <laughs> and also, the, the I mean, the the best scene, the scene where he drinks the lighter fluid, oh, yeah. um, they'd filled it with vinegar, <gasps> and all of the rehearsals have been with water. Oh, so so when you, the, the take they actually used, he'd filled that canister. So he poured, like, he, he just sort of squirts it straight into your throat assuming it's going to be water and so all the kind of coughing and spluttering and everything that's that's done for realsies oh, <laughs> because he's um Goodness. he's genuinely just you know neat vinegar hits my pipes i think is the phrase he uses in with um with nails the his book brilliant absolutely brilliant well full marks for that in fact even fuller marks <laughs> a bonus mark if you can tell us the question or tell us the name of i the character the bruce robinson character in the movie Oh, Ooh. Jenny, can you Google it? Because I haven't actually found it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you, said, you you posed that question with such utter confidence, like, I know something. I thought he know. seemed so, Matt seemed so knowledgeable that no, I, I thought I, he's no, going to know I've it read, and then I've I can I've just read pretend. his book. I've only, I've only seen the film, I think, twice, but I've, I've read, <laughs> oh, yeah. read Richard E. Grant's book. And that's, there is that's definitely a name. Thing. It definitely Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got character. it, I've got it, I've got it. Now that I've read it, I've gone, ah. Uh, yeah, of course. I doesn't. I's not his initial. It's not. It? No, it's no. not. <laughs> okay, it's not with Nell and Ian. <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't have enough room on the front cover of the VHS cassette to write the whole name. Um, yeah, it was per letter, so yeah. they had to be careful. <laughs> no, his his name is Marwood. Yes. Oh, now you say it. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, you now say, you it, say it. That's very. No, good. that would be good. That would be good in a a tough pub quiz yeah. in a tough film round oh, yeah. that's that's what we're talking about yeah, remember that one and we'll use it at some point it's been such a strong showing from the two pappies boys that i think we're gonna ask them the questions we would have asked to tom were he yes. not off saving the world yeah yes. in the style of tom as well Oh right! Are we going to answer in the style of Tom? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm we not because I'm going to answer wrong, and I think he would have got it right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to take my shirt off. So uh, yeah, um, I might, I might flip this one. Actually, this is a good question that Amanda has come up with. But Amanda's come up with the question, but I'm going to flip it Ooh. if that's all right. If you, oh, there we go. You're going to jeopardy it for us, are you? Um, I just it just makes it slightly trickier. Okay. So. You're familiar with The Golden Girls, which is one of the greatest sitcoms in history. Of course, yeah, yeah. You've got the four main ladies in there. Which of them is the oldest? I will accept I will accept the character name or the actor, but we're talking about the actors who portrayed um, okay. The Golden Girls. Right. Oh. Um, okay, so let's... Uh, well, we know Betty White. That's, that's one of them. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to piece together who the it was blanche was one of the was one of the girls and we're talking about are you counting the the the, their granny as well as one of the four girls yeah yeah so i'm assuming it's a trick question it's not the granny um so it must be uh oh god 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I, 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 the, the, Do you want the character names to help you? Yeah, you can go pick. on. Give me, the, give me the character. Is it A, Rose, B, Dorothy, C, Blanche, or D, Sophia? I'm going to go Sophia. Ben, do you want to go? I, I'm going to go with Dorothy. You are both wrong. Oh. You are both <laughs> wrong. The oldest is Rose, played by Betty White, and she's oh. the only one still with us oh. as, at time of recording. Um, so Sophia was the was the mother, and she was actually the uh, third oldest of the women and what's the name of the tall woman whose name I, I be arthur, be arthur is of course. broadway oh. and sitcom legend she's I, yeah. fantastic but she's slightly younger than betty white right who was already a year older than the uh, um b arthur was already a year older than the woman playing her mother brilliant and uh yeah like the sort of so, clive dunn of uh yes of, of american yes. sitcom yeah Absolutely, it's some good makeup work there because I I never doubted it for a moment when I was a, a kid watching it. But then I also thought they were all ancient, and I'm watching it now, going, "Yeah, I'm nearly that." <laughs> I remember life goals having um, I it was a real uh, moment of awakening for me where I learned about the menopause because uh, B. Arthur's character said something about not being able to have children anymore, and I said to my mum, "Oh, why can't she have children anymore?" And she said, oh, no, it's because when you get old as a woman, you can't have children. And then, yeah. Anyway. I've, I've learned, I learned a lot from the Golden Girls, yeah. And particularly about um, Sicily, 1923. <laughs> <laughs> Picture it. Oh, It's back on Channel oh, yeah. 5 at the moment, if anyone is it missing is. it. It is. It's on every single day, and I oh, love I it. I should be watching it. I've clearly not yeah. learned enough from it. Oh. Yeah, the, the fashion... They've got wonderful <laughs> nightwear. They get up in the middle of the night at least once an episode and they're all wearing a beautiful set of pyjamas on nighty. They get cheesecake. They've got amazing rattan furniture. I've based my bathroom on uh, Blanche's bedroom. I've got the same wallpaper. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> Honestly, I, I can't wait to be retired. Well, in tribute, <laughs> I now I get up during the night which is just a middle-aged woman thing, it turns out. I didn't realise again. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely work. Right, oh, let's have... Cheesecake isn't going to eat itself, is it? It's not, is it? Pints <laughs> of ice cream, that's what, that's what I have. Uh, your final question, mm. and we'll throw this to both of you, as uh, Tom's not here. Which comedian did Christopher Reeve share a flat with in early 1970s New York? Or with which comedian did Christopher Reeve, Superman, share a flat in early 1970s New York? Wow, eh? Do you want? I mean, I could give you options. Well, yeah, let's let's let's. Oh, go on. You, no, I mean, Clarky say no. Clarky say no to the option. <laughs> oh, wow. Have a stab. Have a stab. Because I mean, it, 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 which 70s 
comedian in New York would you have wanted? I mean, maybe this is the question. Who would you have wanted to share a flat with? Yeah. Who would you have watched a, watched a sitcom about sharing with? Mm. Oh, I mean, I was, I was going to say, like, I know... Wait, wait, did Seinfeld... I know Seinfeld... Did Seinfeld work in New York or was, was that just in the sitcom? Is Seinfeld... I'm trying to think of who else would be New York comics from the 70s. Um, I was thinking, like, would Lenny Bruce be a terrible call? I think too, too, think too, too old, late. Too, too, too old. It's a little bit after Lenny Bruce, but not much. Yeah. Not much. Did, it's, you know, early you, 70s. Was was Christopher Reeve a big uh, heroin addict as well? Were they, <laughs> were they <both? laughs> well, um, I'm flying, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I give you the options? I'll give you yeah, the options. Yeah, go on, let's, let's have some yeah. options. Okay, was it A, Richard Pryor? Was it B, oh. Bill Murray? Or was it C, Robin Williams? They all sound good. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, Bill, Bill Murray was on Saturday Night Live which films in New York so I wonder if that is I, I, if, if I had to pick one but I, I, I won't give a final answer until we've conferred but I would go I'd go Bill Murray oh I was going to say Bill Murray yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> well you're both sadly wrong oh. I tell you what's confused you because you're thinking of Dustin Hoffman in the film Tootsie who shares a flat with Bill Murray right yeah that's yeah, what yeah, you're that's, thinking that's exactly of. what I'm thinking of <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I thought that was a documentary about his life with uh, Christopher Reeve. Um, the correct answer was Robin Williams. Robin Williams. They were both studying at the Juilliard School of Drama in New York City. They remained friends after college, and Reeve's wife, Dana, Dana once described them as closer than brothers. Oh. And both really? sadly no longer with us. Yeah. Mork and Superman were best mates. God, yes. Yes, Ooh. two gifted aliens. Yeah. Nice. I would I would absolutely watch that mismatched housemate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nonsense. But I will watch yeah. I will watch any mismatched housemate nonsense. <laughs> well it feels like I a fan it. fiction that you could quite happily write, doesn't it? If, it's oh, already out there, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Well done. That was a good showing. Yeah. Well, we did good you until know. Tom's questions came along. That's because they were Tom's questions. That's We'd it. pitched oh, them yeah. exactly for him. He would very smashed good. It's very good stuff, guys. <laughs> um, so, on the subject of flatmates, you know, you've done tolerably well, and I cannot wait to hear what you're going to quiz us about, guys. Well, the um, it, it's similar-ish. It's things that are flat. <laughs> so it's not the earth. It's not. It's not uh, flatmates necessarily, but it's flat things. Um, okay, Jenny, here's your question: Pancake Tuesday is known as Carnival in Italy. But what is the English translation of Carnival? Oh, um, Italian and Latin. Uh, so carne will be something to do with meat. So meat, meat Eaters Day or something. You have to get rid of all the meats in your pantry before you start to uh, fast for Lent, I would guess. Well, in Latin, something like that. isn't Vale like... Hello, isn't that a greeting? Isn't it Hello Meat Day? <laughs> Hello Meats. <gasps> like Ooh. Hello Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you are... Nearly there. I think, actually, Jenny, I would have, I would have given it to Jenny until Lucy changed it. <laughs> Forget I said anything. Because <laughs> you, you, Jenny was sort of saying it's the day we get rid of all the meats. It's actually, it comes from the Latin goodbye to the flesh. So it's not hello, but goodbye. So you were, you were right, yeah. Lucy. It is a greeting, but it's the other one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think it's one of those like aloha, isn't it? It's hello and goodbye. You can vale. say vale at the start or the end of it. Well, ciao. Yeah. I mean, the Italians yeah. love a non-specific yeah, exactly. greeting, don't they? So, yeah. So that's what it means. Goodbye to the flesh. This is for Lucy. <laughs> what was invented by Alan Shugart in 1967 and was used on the first IBM personal computer in August 1981? Well, so it's Alan Shugart, not Shugart, not Sir Alan, Alan Shugart. Maybe he became a Sir as well. Sir Alan Shugart. I mean, they both worked in sort of, you know, technology. They're both tech companies. Yeah, but I think Alan Shugart's actually was quite successful, wasn't it? Yes, I believe so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my mum and dad had an uh, Amstrad emailer, and they were the only people I knew to uh, ever own one. And we kept it. I wish wow. I'd actually... It was hanging around the house for years and years and years, but I got rid of it because it would have been... Anyway, um, I think, is it the floppy disk? 
Matthew. You oh, absolutely correct. It's, oh. it's the it's, it's the it's the drive, but I'll give you floppy disk. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I guess without the drive, there's no point in having a floppy disk. <laughs> You're very kind to me. Thank you. <laughs> so this one's yeah. for Jenny. Okay. In the 1997 film *Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion*, what flat product did the two main characters claim to have invented? They well, we're back to Lisa Kudrow again, we are, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We are. Friends connection. Um, was it the post-it note? It absolutely was. Yes. Well done. What was the post-it note? Yeah. Yeah. I never saw that film. Uh, was it? It's was good. It good. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's really worth um, it. Yeah, it's really funny. I remember reading the um, review of it in um, it might have been more magazine or one of those you know, right. sort of teen girl magazines and thinking, oh, I'd love to go and see that. And uh, I didn't. What What else was out at the time? Uh, probably went to see Starship Troopers or something oh, instead. Also <laughs> a good film. Also, what a great film. Starship In fact, Troopers. no, I want... To, it, the day we went to see, um, I think it was Spice World, the movie. <laughs> okay, well. There was a queue, because th- this was the olden days of we had three cinema screens in our town and uh, you had to queue outside the building and it was full. So we went to see Starship Troopers instead and I and I feel like I got a really good deal you that did, day. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah. As much as I love the old Spice Girls, um, no, it was it was terrible. <laughs> Is that a thing that still happens though? Do people still just rock up to the cinema and go, oh, that's, that's full, I'll go and see something else? I feel that feels like a real thing of the it past. Doesn't really doesn't it doesn't really happen anymore because you, if something's that popular, they will open another screen now because yeah, it's a multiplex true. rather than you have a binary choice of that film or that film. Bye. Yeah. 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 And they were very small screens as well, the old old fashioned cinema. It's now a block of flats. Disappointing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sad times. That's at least it's, people are allowed at least it's not Weatherspoons. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Okay, next question for Lucy. Which character was the star of the 1999 Levi Jeans advertising campaign? So my era. So my era. Um, Although, actually, so it was Flat Eric, and I mean, that's no trouble. That's just right at the front of my brain at all times. I think about Flat Eric about three times a day. Bonus point if you can... uh, (laughs) Bonus point if you can uh, do the tune. The song, that's where I was just about to say that seems to have gone from my head because I'm getting confused because it was around the same time. It wasn't the Babylon Zoo. It wasn't that Space one, no, really. Man. It's sort of no, that era no, though, it isn't was, it? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, this is yeah, gonna... it's, it's a hard one for me because it doesn't have any lyrics. It's just because the cat in the video is like this. He's yeah. And it's Monsieur, yeah, Monsieur Wazo is the artist. Finger. Flat yeah. beat, yeah. So it is. Uh, Can you do it? It's not then. super clunky. It goes, but it's a, it's a hard one to do because there's not much to it. But I think it goes. It's like that, and it. Oh my god! Who needs Spotify? <laughs> Ben's the human Spotify, exactly. <laughs> I'm a Can cheaper I subscription ask, um... as well. Only three pounds a month, guys. Do sign up. Only two tunes, but uh, <laughs> one of them is Flat Eric. The other one's Babylon Zoo. <laughs> so can you do all of the Levi's adverts, 1985 to present? Oh my goodness. That oh, would be an album. That, yeah, yeah, give us a bit That'd of be a um, beautiful album. Inside by Stiltskin. That was a classic, oh. wasn't it? Oh, yes. Do you remember it started with the kind of um, the, the choral kind of voices yeah. and the, the big kind of, kind of big grunge rip-off sound? It was great. Loved it. Okay, so these are Tom's questions that he would have asked. So... Jenny, this one's for you. You're going to read that one at your clarkies. Uh, which creature of the sea, which is flat in appearance, has the most common nickname Devilfish? <coughs> has the common nickname oh. Devilfish? Sorry, I don't know what. Lobbed in a monster. Um, which creature of the sea? It's It's got to be some kind of ray. I'll go... That's good. Stingray? <gasps> Manta ray. Yeah! I was thinking, which is the one that killed Steve Irwin? It's uh, a well, manta ray, wasn't it? No, it was a stingray. Manta rays are uh, 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 not dangerous at all, but they're massive. Yeah. They can. I don't. I, 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 people tell me sloths aren't dangerous, but I do not believe them. 
They could fall on you, couldn't they, Sloth? Uh, have you seen their claws? I think they could they could eviscerate you very easily and I think it's all a big front. Honestly, I'm scared of sloths. I hate them. Oh. They're disgusting. <laughs> Although I, I saw a cartoon recently which was uh, it was depicting if human mating behavior was animal uh, was different animal behaviors. Okay. Basically, it's, um, yeah, we I've basically watched a lot fema- of things like that on lockdown as well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but female sloths actually just get into a tree, hold on, and scream until a mate finds them, just non-stop screaming. <laughs> hey. Wow, wow, that's how that's how bloody lazy they are. That is, and they, uh, yeah, screaming takes a lot of effort. I think if a, if a sloth, I was thinking about you saying if, if a sloth could eviscerate you, but if a sloth did attack you, they move so slowly. It would be like, you know, in like bullet time in The Matrix. Mm. Yeah. As they're moving, you'd be able to move out of the way, you know, in the kind of... It's, it would feel like everything had slowed I think, down. I think it's all a big publicity stunt by the sloths to make <sighs> us all think... They're lulling us into a false sense of security. They're thinking yeah. that they are not dangerous. Uh, pff, whatever. <laughs> Sloth snails, all the slow creatures, they're all going to yeah. come for us one day, aren't they? They are. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's playing, the long, playing the very long game. Mm. Well, or they're gonna <laughs> die out because they're just stupid. But you've got a real vendetta against these sloths. Haven't I you? Hate no, I hate it's sloths. Almost, it's I almost hate like you're sloths. asking to be attacked. God, why did you mention sloths every time? I, normally, I say to the guests beforehand. I say, listen, if she tries to <laughs> get it onto sloths, to be fair, I brought <laughs> up sloths. I'm just so angry about sloths don't all get the time. Jenny on sloths. <laughs> and the right. fact is that they're, they're generally safe up those trees, and then they'll they'll decide that they're gonna climb out of the tree to the ground to take a shit mm. and that's when they get killed by predators yeah. let's stay in the tree poo up there it drops down it's fine mm. nah stupid i mean I don't stupid know, I... and or dangerous i can't tell from from the from the zoom chat exactly where you live but do you get bothered by a lot of sloths are you in a sort of <laughs> sloth heavy area jenny the bolton it's, it's sloth a... triangle yeah it's a very tropical rainforest <laughs> canopy round here a little microclimate in the uh, in the center of bolton you've, you've probably it's, not it's been for a while guys. <laughs> yeah sorry oh good no, that went into I mean, proper clearly you needed to get it off your chest so it's... angry about sloths it's, it's it's important that you say these things, you know. That you you it's it's a public service announcement. A lot of people are getting very complacent around, you know, sloths. You know, it could yeah. be just don't 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 be like a sloth yourself. You see, I've got a horrible vision vigilant. now that there's just gonna we're gonna see a hand reach into Jenny's <laughs> Zoom Cloth. window. Three, three little three little fingers coming <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's let's talk about an equally contentious topic. Yeah. Lucy, your question is about the Hawaiian pizza. Oh, love a Hawaiian Ooh. pizza. Love In which it. country was it invented? Um, uh, all the terrible things get invented in America, don't they? It's the you know, it's the thing that everyone goes, oh, there was no such thing as chop suey until the Americans came along, or um, right. it'll be something, or, or maybe Glasgow was where chicken tikka masala apparently originated, wasn't I it? I thought it was Birmingham. Oh, maybe. But then that's probably just because I'm from the Midlands, and, <laughs> and you, well, your Balti is definitely is definitely a Birmingham yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. But I, th- I think a few places in the UK claim the chicken tikka masala. It's mm. wherever put a can of tomato soup in with the curry yeah. first. <laughs> well, then I might because I don't know this. I might go. Uh, I might go for Birmingham as the birthplace <laughs> of the Hawaiian pizza. I'd like to think it was maybe Mr Egg. You've, uh, <laughs> if you're familiar with Mr Egg, one of the finest restaurants Weirdly, in Weirdly, we were talking about Mr Egg on literally the last podcast we recorded. Um, someone wrote, someone sent us an email saying that when we gigged in Birmingham, everyone had been recommending us Mr Egg, yeah, <laughs> uh, which I completely forgotten about. But Mr Egg, the famous, yeah, the famous takeaway place. Um, I can tell you that is not the correct answer, no. I'm afraid. Oh. I'm very sorry. I wish it was Mr Egg. Um, no, it was in fact Canada oh. in 1962. Oh. Keep it weird, Canada. That's what yeah. I like about Canada. <laughs> so it's a, they'll, they'll surprise you at every turn. No sloths there. Well, it's it's sort of like Canada's like the kind of it, it, you're absolutely right. It's like, it is the weird version of America, isn't it? It's like everything's just a little bit off. They put yeah. pineapple on their pizza. Um, in 1962, um, it was invented by Sam Panopoulos, who was running a pizzeria in Ontario, and he was bored with only having three toppings available: mushroom, bacon, or pepperoni. So he took down a can of pineapples from the top shelf and decided to throw it on a pizza. 
I salute him. The most contentious pizza of all time was invented. I love it. Absolutely love love pineapple on a pizza. Yeah. I love love sweet things on a pizza. Yeah, no, I don't have the ham. What are the sweet things on a pizza have you tried? I can only really think of pineapple. Barbecue sauce is all get a nice sweet sweet base. The Veneziana at um, Pizza Express has uh, raisins or sultanas or something on it, and that works really well. Or the 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 goat's cheese one also has uh, sweet red onion chutney. Oh, yeah, I love a red onion. Red onion marmalade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit of yeah. sweet to go with the salty. I've had pear and gorgonzola. <gasps> yes. Nice. Yeah. Now we're talking. Absolutely. Oh. There was actually, when um, when the, the Teenage Mutant uh, Hero Turtles were riding high uh, in about sort of 1990, 1991, I think one of the supermarkets brought out a load of like like sweet pizzas. And I remember, e- I remember <gasps> eating those. Uh, there was a birthday party where yeah. that was what that was what was on offer. And there was um, so it was like apple pizza, which was amazing. There was like, was it bubblegum? No, it was marshmallow. It wasn't bubblegum. It was marshmallow pizza. But like pro- the kind of stuff that the turtles would have eaten. And it's just, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. It's like you know, like if you've got a bit of toast, you want to put something sweet on it. Why wouldn't you do the same thing with a pizza? Good point. Cheese good point. and sweet things is nice, you know. Oh, Nutella. I mean, my God, a pizza base with Nutella on it. Well, that's what they. Do. A lot of these sort of posh pizza places, they'll say, "Oh, do you want your do you want your dessert? It's pizza with Nutella." And you go, "Well, I've just eaten a pizza. <laughs> I've just eaten garlic bread, which is effectively another pizza. Yes. And now I'm eating another pizza, third pizza with Nutella on it." So yes, please. Yeah. Yes, yeah. please. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, could I have a palate cleansing sorbet pizza in between? <laughs> just... And a coffee pizza oh. for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we. Yeah, I don't think we did as well as you did. Uh, I, don't know. Well, I say we. I mean I. I don't think I did as well. But we do have a chance to make it up because Amanda has returned. Hi, and Amanda. Oh, oh, she's Hi. looking sinister. She's turned the lamp off and everything to keep more sinister. <laughs> I start looking very scary at about nine oh three. So apologies for that. So I am going to asking you all a few questions about stuff that slams. Ooh. Just general things that slam. So, um, who wants the first question? Oh, well, maybe I'm playing catch up because I, okay. I didn't do so well. Right. Okay. So, which notorious criminal escaped from Wandsworth Slammer on the eighth of July, nineteen sixty-five? <laughs> oh, well, the only escapee criminal I can think of from the Slammer, which he would have called it, was um, Ronnie Biggs. Was it Ronnie Biggs? It was Ronnie Biggs. Yes. It was was all in the way you said slammer. It was. Slammer. Slammer. He was doing a stretch. He was doing a 20 stretch in the slammer. So when I came up with the idea of doing things that slam as questions, that was the only thing I could think of. I was like, well, you call prison slammers. So from here on in, it becomes much more contentious and not really, (laughs) doesn't really work. So, but never mind. (laughs) (laughs) See, actually, I was going to do lots of stuff on beef. Um, Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe when you come back, I'll research more questions into beef, but... um, Well, when Tom does uh, his um, obligatory solo appearance... You could do a whole, uh, a whole beef episode. Great idea. Should we just question him on beef? Pure, yeah. Like the I whole, mean, pure beef for the whole episode. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> recently stopped being vegetarian, so he'd be right into that. Who would like question number two? Put your hands oh, up. I'll go oh, for, yeah, go on. Go go back. Back. Ben go was first. Way. Okay, so tequila <laughs> used in the famous Slammers has to come from which plant? So what is the uh, what, what plant do you make tequila oh, from? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Probably the half little plant. Is that right? <laughs> That's Welsh, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone oh, else? Dang. Anyone else want to? The agave. It is. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a cactusy, succulent thing from Mexico. Get, but it's specifically the. You do the nectar, yeah. It's specifically the blue variety. Blue, blue agave, yes. It's still horrible. I think tequila is absolutely horrible. Oh, I hate horrible. tequila. So, oh. I had a bad incident with tequila. I don't absolutely think anyone's disgusting. had a good incident with tequila. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell us you're happy. Was this how you met your husband? It was, wasn't it? Well, I had a lovely night on tequila. And that's why I started my charity night. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Matthew, I'm going to give you question number three. Yes, please. 
A slam dunk mm -hmm. can be achieved in basketball and wrestling. In which other sport can you perform one? Ooh. Wow. Good question. Ooh. Wow. Um, is it something like tiddlywinks? Oh, really nice. good answer. Basically, really good that's answer. Nice. Yes, very, that yeah. is nice. That is the only I'm sport like, I can say, isn't it, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just think of, think of what, what I've got planned for after this. <laughs> I'd love that playing tiddlywinks with my eight-year-old going, and that is a slam dunk! <laughs> Eat it! <laughs> I'm just, I, I can't help but think of the uh, the song by Five, Slam Dunk Da Funk. Slam Dunk Da Funk, yeah. yeah. Also my favourite band. But that's not a uh, Tiddly Wink 182. Uh, <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> back, nicely done. Yes. Um, no, go on. You're going to have to. I'm, I've, I've got no, no idea. Anyone else? Water um, polo? No. Oh, I, I no. was thinking um, cross. Or oh. hurling. Uh, you know, something, something. I think you should go more mainstream. Uh, it's golf. Golf? No. Yeah. What, what does that involve doing a slam dunk in golf? Is it the same as a hole-in-one? Is it a slam dunk? Oh, that'll make sense. Sure, you know, yeah. Some it, joey yeah. off, It's basically. not when you just drop it into the hole yeah. yourself. Push someone out of the way, <laughs> drop it into the hole. <laughs> Speaking of slam dunking in wrestling, Martin Austin Rouen would have performed many a slam dunk in his career. True. What name did he go by? What was his wrestling name? What's Martin, he, what? Martin Austin Rouen. Was he the British Bulldog? No. No. Martin Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't know. Why are you naming all the wrestlers I don't know when there's only two that I actually know? All right, oh, if it's one um, that you know. Um, Charlton, Hulk Hogan. Char no. <laughs> English. Oh, English. Oh, right. Oh, right. oh. It's going to be one of two, that isn't it? Big Daddy. Big Daddy. The other one, it's Yeah, it was Martin. Oh. I'm sure I know. It wasn't Big Daddy. Big Daddy's where they were Shirley Crabtree. We all knew that, really. The most wrestling name ever. I love it. <laughs> I have to say, I'm very impressed. I think we've learned a lot on this episode. We have. There have been yeah. supplementary facts from every single one of us. And uh, I, I think even if Tom Parry himself had been here, we couldn't have had a more informative or fun chat. That's um, very kind of you to say so. Well, it's been an absolute uh, delight. Uh, Thanks and so much. It's been fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Well, and the good news for our listeners as well is that they can um, attend a virtual Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown, can't they? They can. Yes, absolutely right. We're doing, uh, we're doing our next one on July the 8th. Uh, and uh, we've got Dara O'Brien. The only man uh, I've ever punched. Really? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that you, a story You've been very now? restrained. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And I, I even did that for uh, Mark Watson's 24-hour uh, show, so it wasn't, it wasn't even in anger, it was in fun. I, w I would imagine Dara can take a punch. He did. It know. didn't make a dent. It did not make a dent. <laughs> It's like this. It's like the sort of the classic scene in uh, any kind of action movie where the the weedy guy punches the guy and just nothing happens. The belly ripples a little bit and then gets a complete pounding afterwards. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah. So Dara Brin, That's the reason we're keeping him on um, uh, over Zoom because uh, we don't want him to get uh, too tasty with his fists. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, He'll literally slam us down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't need that. Uh, so we've got Dara Brian and Sophie Duca, and if you go to eventbrite.co.uk, you can find uh, where to get tickets, or go to our Twitter, which is at Pappy's Tweet. Fantastic, and they can also catch up on all the back catalogue of your various podcasts, spin-off podcasts, extra little bits. Yeah, all of quite yeah, there's quite a few there now. There's yeah. loads. Yeah, we've we've been doing a, a sort of for our for our patrons, our Patreon uh, contributors, we've been doing a, a flat share lockdown podcast which we've been doing uh, three times a week so we've got nearly 50 episodes wow. of that now so if people really like us you know if you're willing to give for, for five dollars a month you can get 50 episodes plus a load of ones we've been doing prior to that so wow. yeah god you've been like the joe wicks the joe wicks yeah, of the uh, comedy world Stacked into action yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't look like him at the end of lockdown though <laughs> well you've got the hair and beards but yeah, other than that yeah. Yeah, no. we've grown it, yeah. hair beards and big bellies unfortunately yeah. oh well thank you so very much for joining us thank on another you. episode of what are you going to do jen for this uh, sign off singing shouting are you going to go back to being i don't know what you want uh, don't uh, shout because otherwise a, a sloth will make love to you <laughs> yes the mating call, call of yeah. the sloth 
Um, so it's been another right, I'll, episode I'll of Fingers on Buzzers. That's, and no danger of sloths uh, anytime soon from that. So that's great. So thank you very much. Goodbye to all our gorgeous listeners. And thank you to the wonderful Matthew Crosby and Ben Clark from Pappies. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.